you guys. <laughs> How are thou? How are you? <laughs> you know I'm good. I know you good. We's good. We here. Yeah. So um, let me just get straight into what it is I do and what you had to hear me do. Um, you guys, round of applause for yourselves. You guys should know just how much I appreciate you, how much I love you, and I'm always um, grateful and thankful that you guys always come back, fuck with your girl, tell a friend and tell a friend, and other people start um, passing through and shit like that. So, you know, the love is always uh, appreciated, received, and uh, given back in tenfold. So... You know, before I get into this shit, I just gotta show love and, um, yeah, I love you guys. Also, um, we did gain, hear me, we, right? We did, cause we family, niggas, like, come on, it's us, right? We family in this bitch. Um, we gained two more countries. I can't even make this shit up. I can't even make this shit up. God is so good. And this is why, you know, um, outside of just giving him all the glory for everything he does in my life, whether I understand it or not at that time, um, I believe it's, it's very imperative for a person to first do something because they're passionate about it. You know what I'm saying? There's a saying like, if you do it from your heart, the money will come. You know what I'm saying? Or you or you know it better as if you build it, they will come type shit. It's the same philosophy behind it, right? And um, you know, most some there are people who would disagree, and you know, I love the fact that I can agree to disagree with folks. But I, on the other hand, believe strongly that when you do something first because you love what you're doing. Or you love what you're doing, you love what you do. Um, everything else God's gonna take care of. You know what I'm saying? You can't always, and I and I say this, and I always feel like, you know, I'm in a position where I have to explain that concept because a lot of people who do things and they 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 do things that they are good at or passionate about and get a lot of money, I think sometimes they take offense and they shouldn't, but you know, people do. And I'm not suggesting or stating that. You should not get, you shouldn't get paid for your talents or what you do, right? What I'm simply uh, stating from my perspective is that I don't believe everything that you're passionate about should be money driven or money motivated all the time or, you know, at any time. You know what I'm saying? When it's right and you're doing it for the right reasons, those things will come. If you're objective is only money 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 then your intentions are already you know preset to kind of um receive back a certain frequency that you've already put out there so instead of being humble i should say and, and you're just money driven solely like you just even forget that you know this is something that I'm thankful I can do. I'm happy that I do. And because of that, this is what comes with it. It's just like, oh, I know how to do this. I'm gonna get all this money doing this. 
You got to be careful about your intentions that you project out into this world and towards people. But, you know, that's a whole nother topic of discussion. But, yeah, I'm just fortunate that, you know, and, yeah, I mean, if you want to say you get money, you do. Because you're not lying. You do. You totally do. Um, but it's like artists who stream their uh, music. You understand? Like, it's that kind of um perception when you think of income from like podcast so i definitely don't do this for the money i do this because niggas and bitches this is what i love to do i love to talk i've been doing it since i was a very young young girl you can ask my mom and dad before i went to the group home type shit <laughs> it was the highlight of my day sitting in the living room talking my shit recording me so yeah it's funny when i think about it because we are we are only doing in life what we were predestined to do anyway, right? But that nigga whole said, nigga, you was who you was before you got here. <laughs> right, right. So we're still kicking shit off. It's Black History Month. It is today, February the 12th and tomorrow is the super bowl i know you guys are super excited the halftime show looks fucking insane okay so you guys already know this will be super bowl 56 and it's just like a lot of hype extra hype i mean it's always hype around the super bowl right <laughs> even motherfuckers that don't even fuck with football any other time they yeah they make sure to fuck with it around this time so <laughs> it's a big deal for a lot of people right it, it really is um this is actually the uh last chance to uh bet on live football this winter so uh, at least until usfl uh, rolls around so yeah and you gotta look at it like the, this will be a huge milestone for legalized sports betting in the united states um it's a lot like i said gonna be going on okay I'm not a gambler, so <laughs> I don't even really, and, and even if I was, right, I wouldn't be gambling on no fucking football, I, yeah, no, I just, I, 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 I wouldn't understand, and yeah, Co doesn't know everything, people, right, I definitely don't know, now, I love football, don't get it fucked up, alright, don't get it fucked up, like, I grew up with my dad every Monday night, him and my sister, I think I've told you guys this before, too, but, the motherfuckers is the reason why I love you, Dad. Love you, V. They're the reason why I like football. Um, I don't have the same love for it like they do because they really understand, you know, things that I don't. I get the I get the preliminaries of football, right? But you know, I don't know why Dad didn't teach it to me like he taught V. V know that shit like nigga. My sister know football, and that's wrong to say, right? Because I know we're living in this super sensitive fucking world where everything you say it's like no equality why did you say that just because she's a girl female doesn't mean she can't know people and shut up people like 
please i don't come from this generation where everything is so super fucking sensitive like everything you say you got to be mindful that you say this to hurt somebody's feelings that's in a particular gender bro sis come on just stop it please but yeah my sister's nice with it so to, first of all to all the females right round of applause to all the fucking women who fuck with football heavy, like, really fuck with the sport, know that shit inside and out, and not just fucking with it, cause they wanna, you know, impress a nigga that they talking to, like, nah, this is really what this bitch do, like me, I really watch it, it's just, I'm waiting for somebody to watch it with me, where they could, you know, educate me better on it, I guess, yeah, but, until then, I'm getting along pretty okay, Heavenly's, Heavenly's nice with football. Like, it's amazing. It's it, it really amazing. But back, look, you know me, off on the tantrum. Back to, uh, to the thick of things. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. You got the, uh, DraftKings, um, showdowns. And I don't, I don't know. I'm just excited for the halftime show. Yeah, you guys know um, it's going to be a lot of super performances um, that's going to be blessing us with some entertainment, right? Yeah, um, I believe we have Eminem performing, Dr. Dre, Snoop in the building, Mary, and um, Kendrick Lamar. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. You know, every year commercials become more uh extravagant more you know super bowl it's 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 expensive time of the year as well i mean you know how much money it costs just to get an advertisement and a commercial in during this this uh this time you know commercial slots go for like you know fucking 60 seconds or something it could be millions of fucking dollars to have your commercial aired during the super bowl so this is all big business, folks. Big business. Yeah? Yeah. So, for those of you catching the Super Bowl on Sunday, enjoy yourselves. And um, I hope your team wins, whoever your team is. <laughs> um, yeah, neither one of the teams playing is my team, I would, I guess so. But I, I hope um, the Rams win. You know, if I have to pick a team, I, I'll pick the Rams. Right? Yeah, I'll pick the room. So there's that. <laughs> um Yeah. So I don't know if many of you guys know. If you don't, let me be the first to tell you. Some of you guys that are listening to me might know this already, but Jay-Z mm, Hove in the building. Hove in the motherfucking building. Okay. Jay-Z's um Rock Nation is actually responsible for um, doing the Super Bowl halftime show. So, and you know, Jay had some, you know, I don't want to call them issues, but there was a time uh, not so long ago where Jay had made some references to uh, race and the uh, issues with race as it pertains to the NFL, right? And I'm not sure yet if, um, honestly, the NFL has addressed 
all the concerns when it pertains to race, but you know, I guess like many people would use this phrase, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? So, um, we shall see. It's sad that we even still have to see shit like race and black people just being treated unfair any motherfucking where should not be coexisting, but it does. And I believe us as black people, we, we constantly find ourselves having to defend ourselves in damn near any arena or career or profession that we happen to be in. It's just just crazy, but you know, another topic, let me just stick to the script. Um, yeah, so Desiree Perez is actually, who is, if you don't know who Desiree is, she's the CEO of Rock Nation. And uh, she went uh, last week with her team out to the stadium that's, um, if you guys didn't know, located in Inglewood in LA, which is crazy because I think I said the other day, LA, uh, Inglewood started fucking with your girl out there in California. So what's up, Inglewood? Okay, um, so yeah, she's actually, um, who has been preparing for the Super Bowl's halftime show and, um, getting things squared off with that, and like I've already told you who that lineup is, and, um, who will be performing, I should say, um, slightly off the topic, but just because, you know, it came to my head when I thought of Snoop. Snoop just bought, um, Death Row Records, um, back. Go fucking figure, right? But, um, I'm gonna leave that there. I just wanted to mention that before I forgot that, yeah. <laughs> Cause you know, I'll be running off, running off at the mouth. Like my, my father used to say when I was a little girl. Mouth almighty tongue everlasting. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to make sure I got that out the way in case I forgot and didn't say much of it later, right? But yeah, the, Su- uh, the Super Bowl looks like it's going to be a hit, right? Most Super Bowls are. There have been times when they weren't. <laughs> but um, we're looking for this to be legendary, right? Hopefully. I think my favorite... Uh, halftime show was uh michael jackson performing many 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 rest in peace my uh years ago this was the 90s obviously um i forgot what year exactly i couldn't even i, I probably wasn't even double digits yet it's like really a kid 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 uh child i should say my mother hates that word kid i just heard it in my ear like yeah it's not a kid for those of y'all laughing right now because i said that you know if you grew up with the kind of mother like, you know, with the kind of mother I have, or you grow, you grew up in my era, you've probably heard the expression, you know, don't, don't call my child no kid, or I don't got no kids. Most of y'all know why that is. Uh, or maybe it's a Southern thing, I don't know. My, my mom's family is from North Carolina, so I don't know. But if you look in the de- uh, dictionary, the definition of kid is a baby goat, baby billy goat or some shit like that. So. Let me just stop saying kid because I hear her in my ear like, it's child, it's child. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mom, I hear you. So, um, when Jane uh, had that little slight 
you know, concerns or slight situation with the, uh, with the NFL in 2018, whole came out, um, with the statement in his, uh, I like to call it a statement, if you will, uh, in regards to the incident in the NFL as it pertained to race and him basically just suggest stating, not even a suggestion, excuse me. He said that, uh, he need the Super Bowl. He said in, in verbatim, you need me. I don't need you. <clears throat> yeah. But you know, since then, Rock Nation has definitely partnership, uh, partnered up with the NFL, and this is the reason why Rock Nation controls um, the musical performances that you will see tomorrow evening. And I guess it's their way to, you know, kind of, you know, how would you say it, Spirit? Spirit says, say face. <laughs> I would think this was a way to kind of meet in the middle, you know, somewhere. They're saying it's to amplify the league's social justice efforts. Okay. I mean, Rock Nation did have uh, Jennifer Lopez and Shakira in 2020. Um... They were, you know, I don't want to say responsible, but in a sense, yeah, they were. They had a lot to do with them performing. Then, you know, last year we had The weekend, And this is what we have this year. So you guys look out and I hope um, everybody enjoys themselves tomorrow, right? And watching the game. And for those of y'all who are betting, I hope you get wild chicken. Oh, get that money, nigga, Coco. Take a bitch out. <laughs> Let's celebrate, all right? All righty. Before I exit, though, off this topic, I just wanted to mention that, you know, despite what Hove is doing, um, and his involvement with the, the music selections um, and performances in the NFL, there are, you know, still a lot of attention directed on the lack of high-level leadership positions in the NFL for black coaches. And, and it's stated or alleged um, one of these coaches... Uh, being the uh, former uh, Miami Dolphins head coach, Brian uh, Flores, he actually sued the NFL and it's uh, 32 teams in federal court stating that um, him and other uh, black coaches like himself have purposely been blocked from high level leadership positions. And he believes that it has everything to do with discriminatory hiring practices. So, you know, despite 70% of NFL players being black the league at that time only had two black head coaches this season and even though that's a that's something or a arena so to say that Jay-Z has nothing to do with um he has nothing to do with hiring decisions 
um, and things of that sort. But, but maybe that's something he should be concerned about considering he his overall concern was the disparity and the lack of, you know, appreciation and respect above anything for black athletes, right? In the NFL. So, um, I love the whole Super Bowl thing, but I like to see more topics such as this get some kind of remedy too. Because we can, you know, I don't want us to get all caught up in this, how they say it, spirit, shuckling, jiving. You know what I'm saying? Dancing and shit. Because you know they like to say we some dancing motherfuckers. And when I say we, you know where I'm going with this. They sure like to dance and sing. and yeah, Uh-huh. Entertain motherfuckers, right? When you got um, topics of discussion like this, when it comes to race relations in the work field or workplace or in certain um, businesses, I just hope we don't get uh, bamboozled or, you know, we tend to keep our eye off the off the mark off the target at what really is the issue that we should be correcting or rectifying when it comes to the treatment of black people in uh nfl nba any arena and give a fuck if it's the black person in the library like nigga respect have respect you know what i'm saying uh but yeah So a couple of days ago, it was so ironic too, right? It's nothing's coincidental. Um, I had wrote something on my Twitter. I tweeted, right? That's how you say it, tweeted or whatever, right? Um, something in regards to uh, Kim Kardashian and the exploitation of black uh, women in the black culture, period, right? So, of course, naturally, Twitter uh, erased it and deleted it. They erase a lot of shit, by the way, that I say. And I always call them out on the shit, too, because it's me. Like, Twitter, I see you. Fuckers. <laughs> I'm not on nobody's payroll but the people that I work for. And I don't work for Twitter. So, um, and I'm on my own payroll. I work for myself, right? So, but it's, it's kind of disturbing when social media uh, platforms take away your first amendment like just because you didn't like what i said who gives you the right to erase what i said if what i said was not something that was you know said in a way that could bring harm to a person if that makes sense i'm i'm just speaking my motherfucking opinion and i think it was very very tasteless of vogue magazine to uh have uh Kim put on the cover 
of their magazine, um, in which we didn't, if it's to my understanding, I don't believe that we had a black, I think people were just kind of upset about Kim being the face of March's 2022 cover. Um, I, I know British Vogue, definitely their cover has, um, women of color, a lot of dark women too. Go ahead, bitches. A lot of dark skin beauties in the building on the fashions cover. But, um, and I'm pretty sure I know why that is. <laughs> Word up. He's the power of the people, folks. It's always the power of the people. You don't like something, you and a bunch of your motherfuckers say some shit about it. You don't know who might be listening to what you say. That's why you speak your fucking mind. Yeah, but um, before I get sidetracked, you know this is me, guys. I'll be here, there, Whew, the brain. Yeah, a lot of people were just like very um disappointed with uh Kim being on the March cover. Um, and I don't even think it's so much of her being on the cover as it is the uh constant. exploitation of the black race that she continuously does and it's like nobody and I don't want to say nobody because it is being mentioned but it's being downplayed you know um and as a black woman it's disgusting you know Kim be yourself and anybody else who's one culture trying to exploit another culture to get more attention it it's disgusting to me it really is um and this has been her and her sisters their entire career. Um, I mean, it's bad enough. This is just all my opinion, you guys. So you can take it like a grain of salt, whatever. You know, I'm still talking my shit. It's not like these women are who they are because of any type of struggle. These women didn't really... It's like, okay, some would argue, well, they have these businesses and they have that businesses. Yeah, but they didn't get the business out of the mud. They didn't get where they are because they earned it, so to say. A lot of things were giving out of prestige and just this energy of self-entitlement, right? So fine, if that's your angle, that's your angle, but then don't try to steal a storyline or come off on another storyline that you cannot identify with at all, but you keep pushing the fucking narrative. Um, you know, the Kardashians' father is why we even know the Kardashians, period, right? Or the fact that Kim was a whole slut bucket and did what she did when she first was getting recognition for who she was becoming, right? This is not no angel of mine, all right? Brandy voice. <laughs> like, no. We know how Kim got to Kim's status, right? Between the sex tapes with... And that's funny, because I said... <laughs> Yo, spirit. Y'all, I'm not even ready for spirit this morning. Amen. I used Brandy reference in the fucking sex tape was with Brandy's brother. Jesus, make it make sense. <laughs> spirit said I am. <laughs> Going forward. Yeah, so we dealt with that in the sex tapes, getting... Pub, pub, publicized to increase her popularity than these what was it a weak marriage she had with 
some, uh, if it was even that long, I'm hearing spirits say, just that type of publicity stunt with the basketball player and then the, you know, yeah. My issues, I don't give a fuck what them Kardashian bitches do. I don't just keep it at all. You know, I think people get upset when you are vocal about what you like and don't like. I can do that. I'm an individual, I have my own brain. I'm not on, you know, I'm not one of these people who just, yes, a bossin or not, what? No, if I don't like it, I don't fucking like it. And I don't know these people personally, but what you're projecting out to the world is why I have these feelings towards you. Like, nah, I ain't with it. I ain't fucking with it. Especially when I see you robbing from my culture and my people. If it's, you know, and, and I'm, guys, you know, I've talked to you about this in the past. You know that. You know that. I've been super honest about how I feel about Kim, you know, I think there's an episode where I'm talking about the comparison, the very eerie comparison of how she was making her makeup, how her makeup was it's like almost trying to really look like B, like really trying to look like Beyonce. And it was just getting sickening to me. The outfits, the, the tanning of the skin so we can look darker. Like you women, and it's like nobody was really said. The fans said more than black women in Hollywood would say. Like y'all, y'all bitches that was right there front and center, black women, y'all shit. Most of y'all said nothing. That's crazy. It's us black women that are still in in the midst of the masses or in the hoods or you know we still local type shit. We're saying something more than you motherfuckers who sit next to this shit in Hollywood almost every other day and nobody's. What the fuck? I mean, who you have children with is your business, but just cause your children are black, you're not black. I think sometimes people, they just reach. They just reach with it they, and, and give homage. Like outside of just stealing the whole identity to some extent and trying to capitalize off of what it is to be a black woman. So you parade yourself around like you are one. You don't, she, she never shows homage. Her, her mother, none of these, I was about to say none of these bitches. <laughs> Jerry said, speak your mind. None of these bitches show homage to the race, the very race that you're stealing from. And you're gladly able to say now, well, my kids are black. Yeah, but that don't make you black. So, um, just cut it out. Uh, it, it, it makes, it leaves a nasty taste in my mouth. I, this is why I don't fuck with the Kardashians because I literally have seen them for years, for years, just steal. And like, it's like, I'm going to be black until it's time to be black. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to walk around like I'm the new black. <laughs> fuck orange is the new black. The Kardashians are the new black. That's the, that's the, that's the, persona they give off and I'm a whole black woman been one all my life it's not okay but you know Naomi Campbell said something recently about it she sure the fuck did I was like go ahead Naomi Campbell <laughs> yes yeah, she did it wasn't like you know 
no drama or anything, but she called the black fishing out. Like, and it needs to be called out. It really does. This shit is nasty. Where it's too many women of other cultures stealing from the black race and not even paying homage. It's too many. It's, it, it's ridiculous the amount of races that I see doing this shit. I'm not going to be quiet because y'all been y'all stealing. Pay homage. If you're going to take and bite from us, nigga, like, what the fuck? That's not okay. It was never okay. You know what me, race is very edgy. It is. Yeah, I love everybody, but I don't like every fucking body. You guys know that. I love everybody, but I do not like every fucking body. And I have to deal with people accordingly based on how they move out here. Shit nasty, my nigga. It's just shit nasty. Anywho, moving forward from that, I'm going to spend more time than necessary. <laughs> So speaking to a uh, good uh, good homie of mine the other day, and we was chopping it up in regards to um, the battle rap culture life and the latest with them. And um, yeah, don't forget to look out for, I think it's February 27th, uh, Remy's Chrome 23 will be going premiering live. I believe it's live. I'm not sure. Um, you can always double check because um, I'm remembering off the top of my fucking dome. Um, but I'm I'm certain it's either the 27th or the 28th, right? Her first of her event will be popping off. And remember, you guys, the last time I spoke to you, I was uh, discussing the whole expansion of female battle rap, which is fucking dope. And the influence of female battle rap and how um, I was just very confused as to why Queen of the Ring was not given more uh, acknowledgement since that really is the first female battle rap I knew of um, that was out during the time they were out. And a lot of the battle rappers from Remy League, Remy's League originally are from Queen of the Ring. Um, was, I was vibing with my homie and I'm like just trying to get answers like there's not so many people's explaining or discussing it and um, I totally wouldn't have known this if I didn't speak to somebody in the inside who knows what they talking about and it's to my understanding that uh, and again I don't know how uh, true this is because I'm just a fan of battle rap I'm not in the mix and matrix of how things happen behind the scenes, right? But I do know some people that know some people or are more affiliated with the uh, with the culture as far as either being rappers themselves or being more uh, having more influence on the culture overall, right? Um, than I would. So, uh, and speaking to my homie, I find out that um, which. Many of you guys probably knew listening to my ass and just was like, shh, didn't say nothing. This is why you call in, niggas, call in. Um, apparently, uh, Queen of the Ring was not really good business. Um, people, I guess. That's, yeah, like, <laughs> apparently, because I was just confused as to why there's really limited information or 
conversations about them now that you know Remy's doing her, doing her thing with her league getting ready to premiere and I was told that the that what Remy is doing Queen of the Ring could have done themselves and just didn't and I'm trying to figure out why wouldn't they like that's kind of crazy um if they had an opportunity to take it to a level that Remy is attempting to take this why would you not do that if you're the first at that time um you were the first female battle rap league apparently they a lot of bad money moves i should say it like that uh issues with money just period and, and it's always money money will be to make a break of any situation, right? Yeah, most situations, I should say. Apparently, they just were not good uh, business partners. Um, and I kind of get that from, from the sense of why a lot of female battle rappers had left. Like, so if they were battle rapping, battle rapping or rapping on uh, Queen of the Ring, you had rappers like uh, Miss Hustle that just kind of left them all together and went to, to URL right and and it was not just her like several others started doing that so it kind of opened up some type of you know hmm moment where it's like what's going on here and of course you don't hear about it unless you like really in the loop loop and co ain't in the loop on that level to where niggas gonna sit and tell me what's happening maybe now they will <laughs> nigga moving on up like the jeffersons but but being honest, you know, is nobody telling me the back skirt or the back scenery of what's going on? And you just observing as a fan, like, why this person ain't on Queen of the Ring no more? Why this person went here or whatever? Um, and it would appear, and it's kind of, you know, disheartening to hear that Queen of the Ring kind of, like, as it was told to me, kind of jammed, them, jammed themselves up, their own selves from not being where they should have taken this culture, you know, to the point that somebody else had to come and do what you should have done already. That's the energy I was getting from the homie when I spoke to them yesterday. So I said, I'm gonna talk to my listeners about that because I, I'm pretty sure a lot of people felt my passion about battle rap altogether. And when you don't have all the information, you tend to lean closer. I try to be very objective as and impartial as possible. But I needed to know why this league just did not go where they could have taken it. I mean, clearly, Remy just came out of nowhere and look what she's doing, right? And we could arguably say it's the influence, it's the connections, but no. You Queen of the Ring, you guys started this. So, would anybody like to explain what happened here from Queen of the Ring? Like, what happened with you guys? I was, I'm hearing a lot of shit in these streets. Like y'all not paying niggas good. Uh, the venue, just, just not the information. It's not the type of shit that I would have expected to hear. Like having such a uh, huge respect for battle rap overall. And you guys like dominating the female battle rap uh, arena for years just to, you know, just me loving what the women do 
when it comes to this sport. I fucking love battle rap, okay? And just to hear that, and I know a lot of battle rappers is like, female battle rappers specifically, is like, we been saying this, Debo this, and this, that, and the third, and niggas don't wanna pay us our money. And again, the fans, we don't know this unless it's really being discussed. And sometimes it's discussed where you can obtain the information, and sometimes it's just a discussion that's within a certain, a certain circle of people, so yeah. But nonetheless, you know, Queen of the Ring, if you was out here acting shady, doing shady shit, then yeah, you know how that karma hits. Then it would be no surprise then why things are moving the way they are, where people are like leaving you out of any recognition. I still don't think that that's okay, but it would explain kind of why that recognition is not being given to y'all even if y'all deserve it you know bad business moves have nothing to do in my opinion with you being credited as the founder of female battle rap period right but clearly certain avenues you guys took as a business uh tampered and affected the integrity of queen of the ring so there's that, right? You guys, I figured I'll just come back and let you know what I know. Shout out to my people for, you know, being completely honest about what they knew and letting me know what they knew. And so, yeah, hey, it is what it is. But like I've always said, um, what the culture needs is expansion anyway. So I'm super excited to see where this goes and um, yeah, shout out to everybody involved in the culture, you know, because it's an amazing culture. Old veterans and new uh, people in the building, okay? Okay! Yeah! So I don't know if this is like the most popular name thus far of 2022, but apparently uh, both Eve, right? Shout out to Eve. Eve and uh, Kylie Jenner named their sons uh wolf now i know eve had her son first and i remember um he coming out that his name was wolf's wild wolf well kylie just had her son and she named him wolf webster Not sure what the love of the name Wolf is coming and derived out of, but yeah, I thought I'd just let you guys know. Uh, be on the lookout for little boys named Wolf. Because <laughs> you know what they do in Hollywood? These motherfuckers down here in the hood, they carbon copy like, oh, that's what's in now? Okay, let me make sure when I have my little bundle of joy, we name this motherfucker Wolfie. <laughs> so just if you didn't know, um, yeah. How about that, Eve? How about that, Kylie? Um, ooh, baby predictions too, I almost forgot. So yeah, finally it came to me. Well, it didn't finally came to me. It actually came to me uh, earlier this week, to be honest, um, the baby predictions. I usually um, receive when people are pregnant, right? I usually like, and I'm talking about my lifetime. Like I've literally called people's babies um, from the time they told me they was pregnant. About 85, 90% of the time. It's no bullshit. Um, I did it on this show as well. Um, I predicted Nikki's pregnancy. 
um, as far as the gender, I predicted her her son was going to be a, a son, which he a boy, which he is, and I predicted Cardi's son as well. So let's see if I'm three for three on this bitch. I predict, <laughs> I predict uh, Rihanna's gonna have a girl. Yeah, I totally see it. Now I could be wrong, you guys. I am not perfect, right? But if you ask me. My baby predictions for Rihanna is a little girl with her, with Rihanna eyes. Yep. Yeah, just, just gorgeous. Like, I can actually see the, see the baby's face. Uh, very slick down here. Yeah. Curly. Big eyes, too. Ooh, wide eyes. But, yeah. But I guess we'll have to see, right? We'll have to wait and see if my predictions are, are accurate. But yeah, what do you think? What do you think she's going to have? Hmm. Let me know. Now, you guys, I came across this story and I was just like, wow, you better work, bitch. There is a black woman, 41 years old, single mother, who just retired with a bat that is $850,000 dollars worth like what yeah let me break it down again because i probably said that in such a confusing way i'm smoking listen this woman lakeisha simmons shout out first of all round of a fucking applause whether you know her or not i'm finna to tell you who she is all right hold on hold on round of applause though for miss lakeisha simmons Absolutely. Uh, I am super like impressed with her and what she has done, right? So this woman, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> is retired. Well, has retired. Ain't no is. Has retired with almost a million dollars in her retirement fund. All right. <coughs> she used to work as an associate professor at Belmont University in Nashville, tw- uh, Tennessee. Now she states on an interview with uh, CNBC that she worked full time, had side hustles <clears throat> in addition to her being a single mom. And you know, I'm gonna stop right there really quickly. A lot of people don't give single parents enough fucking credit you know we all get caught up in it well you know being a parent is difficult in itself and it is but put yourself in a situation where it's only you as the sole parent you know a lot of people say oh i grew up with a single mother yeah you probably did but are you a single mother are you raising you know you can't understand something until you're in that situation as well as somebody uh who's in that situation you get what i'm saying like a lot of people like to compare the fact that, okay, well, I may not be a single parent, but I understand just how difficult it is to be a parent. That's not up for debate here. What we're concentrating on is the fact that just imagine raising a child where that child solely depends on only one parent. When we all know it took two to make this child. The responsibility is not distributed evenly or equally. When you're a single parent, and I'm saying single parent, period, because for a while we used to just say single mom, right? But it's gotten more common 
where there are a lot of single dads out here too. Shout out to the single dads in the fucking building. I see you, okay? Um, but through and through, it is so much more difficult. And I think people don't give single parents, like we need a fucking holiday. I'm dead serious. They don't give us enough credit for doing what the fuck we do by ourselves. Like you, like, like, like I said, it is difficult or it's challenges as parents, period. But the road is made a little easier when you got two heads working together. You know what I'm saying? When you can uh, rely and depend on another adult to assist you. It's when you don't have those options and you still got to make it work because it's not like, oh, I'm a single parent. I can't take you to school. I can't do all this. I still got to go. It doesn't matter what you got to do. You still have the child. So it's a heavier. And I don't like I don't want to say burden because children are not a burden. But the responsibility. Thank you, spirit. Is. It's not. The responsibility is falls on a single parent greater than it does a two-parent household, right? But moving forward, right? Um, Ms. Simmons stated that she felt like um, it was time to set a goal. And her goal, I mean, you know, when it... I said she said it's time to set a goal. Not like she never set fucking goals ever in her life, people. But at the age that she was at the time that she made these goals, she wanted to ensure that she has something to retire on. And not just something, but something good to retire on. Because believe it or not, and this is mainly the working class who understand this, right? People who don't work uh, in society like I and many of you listeners do, um, if they're just, you know, wealthy, right? Rich people that do not work. And I'm not saying you might not have a business, but you don't work, right? You don't work. You don't understand how literally uh, this demographic of people, and and I'm caught up in that umbrella too, are working to die, right? This is why you have to invest in yourself. This is why you don't have to, but I encourage people to get your own business, invest in you, because the older you become, the more you start realizing the the structure of, or the design, I should say, of this world is to work into death, literally and figuratively. Like nothing's changed from that. Anytime you have a uh, government that would much rather you work until you're 65 or 67 versus just asking for 30 years of employment consistency, you pretty much figure out, oh, nigga, you don't want me to enjoy life at all. Like, just think about it. And I'm going to get back to Miss Simmons, but really think about it because I've thought about it a lot. Why the fuck do working class people have to literally work to their damn near close to checking out of here. Like the, you know, it's a gamble. You may not even make it to the age to retire. You know what I'm saying? Who's to say, God forbid, we all make it to 68. You fuck around, make it to the day you able to retire and 
the next day after that you go on like I think it's very selfish of our government to have you know uh, their hands in our pocket like that like it's just it's sickening because I'm thinking I'm like I got to hurry up and get wealthy what the fuck not because I um glorify money or I really you know I need to get it for different reasons that I don't want to be working at 55 years old you understand I don't not what I do now I don't want to be doing labor and that's what work is labor right I don't want to be doing that at a certain age I want to travel I want to see the rest of this fucking world so it's kind of disheartening to know that we are literally designed to work damn near all our fucking lives like you don't have a real option now unless you just you know I mean there's always options but you get what I mean when I say you don't have an option right um and God bless you individuals who don't ever have to know what that is or will be where your life has been set up in a way where shit you don't have to concern yourself about retirement you already got your retirement you know what I'm saying at 20 and 30 and 40 years old but there's a lot of us where life didn't deal us that hand you dig what I'm saying and so I feel like whether life deals a person uh, uh, a strong hand or not why are we not advocating that the fucking government just take you know you just pay taxes for 30 years of your life when it comes to employment like why do I have to pay you forever it seemed like for fucking ever like I don't know maybe because I'm a working class person I see it like what the fuck I'm seeing my parents you know what I'm saying that are 60 plus still working everybody seems to think like oh yeah I'm gonna get old I'm gonna retire y'all don't really figure it out until you know you figure out like oh this this they this these niggas got a different plan here like they're not planning for me like you think about the amount of money you just been giving to somebody who's still talking about work like you remember the lady from the west work yes that's that's how it is to me our government just work 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 so um yeah let me bring it back home because you know i'm going left with it i don't give a fuck i'm going left with it but before i get to miss simmons i really do think that we should be concentrating i don't know what needs to be done to address it what bills need to be created or reconstructed or whatever the fuck needs to happen i don't i'm not okay with going into places um businesses and having to see elderly people there working and it's not because they volunteered or want to it's because they have to or they're not of the age to pull from their 401s and pensions. If they do, they're only gonna get half the money. It's like, whoa. The government should only require 30 years of work from you for them taking their taxes. And after that, I'm gonna give you paid your dues. Not every every year up until you fucking 67 or 72 at some point is, yeah, we're gonna be expecting some money from out of you. Or you, or you can't retire properly. Like, go ahead. Unless you, again, wealthy and rich. Or you are in a financial situation to be able to do that. And just, just being honest, you guys. And it's no fault to the people who are not in positions to do that. Not all of us are able to do that. And I think that that's very unfair. That what are we telling this the people of this country? 
all we give a fuck about is you working to feed our pockets. I'm that's that's all I'm seeing. You're not you're not concerned about my pursuit to happiness. Who told you I'm happy working the 67? Yeah, let me go. Let me go. Let me go for it. Okay, so back to Miss <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You know why? Because I, I've been already working 22 years of my life, my nigga. That's documented. I'll be the first to tell you, I don't. Yeah, no, no, no. Paying my dues already. I want to hit 30 years and I'm done. I want to keep, but anyway, Miss Simmons um, set a goal for herself and she said by the time she was 45, she wanted to retire. So what she did is she she came up with, with some kind of um, uh, financial plan, right? And she named it uh, the FIRE method, financial independence, retire early. Now, I don't know if she actually is credited with naming it that, but that's what it is, all right? So... Um, what she did is she started drastically reducing her expenses, which most financial um, advisors, if you ever dealt with one, will have you do that. I, um, I've had uh, two in my lifetime. And what they do is they calculate your expenses for the month and start tallying what can be eradicated, what we can reduce to a lesser amount, um, it's really extensive, but it's done to consolidate and, and allow you to save more at a greater percentage, like of money. Um, and, and it requires a lot of things, a lot of sacrifices, right? You know, opposed to if you're a person that go to work and eat out lunch every day and you're spending 12 to $15 times that by five, that adds the fuck up. But if you decide to take leftovers, you know, from the night before dinner, uh, you know, last night's dinner, and take that to work instead of spending money every day to eat lunch, look how much you've saved. So it's like concepts like that, that you you tend to do to start saving. Um, she sold her home so that she didn't have to deal with a mortgage, uh, which was 2,400 a month. Um, she says she switched to prepaid cell phones, right? And like I just mentioned, she made meals at home. So this actually, these these changes and these alterations to her expenses in a year saved her $100,000. And I don't think we tend to really look at that in a broader spectrum. We're just like, that little doing all that shit ain't gonna you don't know until you do it consistently too and then don't touch it then you'll see the difference um she does keep 50 percent of her investment uh portfolio in an s&p 500 index fund so around 25 percent of her money is in a total stock market index and then the rest of it is in a mix of bonds and some individual like stocks and companies like Apple and Amazon. So shout out to her, right? That's fucking dope. You know, more more people of my eth ethnicity, right? Ethnicity need to become more involved in investments for themselves and their families. 
right? I'm seeing all too often, and I say that because all too often people are passing away. Our loved ones are passing away. People with really good jobs overlooking and assuming they got great jobs. And when these people, they leave the world, we're quick to make GoFund accounts and nobody has wills and nobody has money set up. Mostly in, you know, the... Uh, the urban communities and and and, and uh, suburban and rural i'm presuming it happens also right not discriminating or taking away from others and other areas of the world and in, in, in this country where this is happening but it i'm more focused on the fact that it shouldn't be happening period like we need to especially with african americans where it happens a lot we just don't have a contingency plan we don't really plan as well as we should and that has to change right we need to start focusing on uh what ifs and not just living in these moments because these moments pass my nigga but what if you see what i'm saying yeah mm-hmm. and you don't have to be like you guys putting thousands of dollars away at one time like start with a budget you guys of what works for you you know, get insurance, life insurance, wills and things of these sorts. You can, you can afford these things, guys. And if you feel like you can't, then pull something that you really don't need out the fucking expenses and replace it with what I just said you need to get because you need to get that for you and your family. But shout out to you, Miss Simmons. I mean, it's, 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 it's information that's already out here that's date that Americans as a whole don't have enough money saved for retirement. Like, this is why you go to McDonald's or you go to franchises and certain businesses and you're like, wow, you know, them little Wawa's or whatever, gas station, whatever, Target's, whatever, the Marshalls and the Walmarts, whatever. And these people are like old and they're not there because they really want to be. If they had a choice to be home or there, they'd probably pick home, but they don't have a choice. The way their expenses is set up. Black people, we know that story well. The way my pocketbook's set up, the way my check is set up, the way my rent is set up, I ain't doing none of that extra shit. <laughs> Mm-mm-mm. Now, this is what I thought was interesting. They said in 2019, the average white American had close to $80,000 saved in their retirement fund, right? While the average Asian American had about $70,000. However, black Americans only have roughly $29,200 in their retirement fund. That's insane. Ever, ever. Afrotech. What are we not doing? You guys, you know, teach your kids the importance of financial independence, generational wealth. Uh, You don't have to be, you don't have to start off filthy rich to pass down money to your children or businesses 
learn these things. If you don't know, invest in getting someone to explain these things to you. You guys, don't be ignorant. You understand me? Like my, my people specifically, don't be ignorant. There's nothing wrong with asking for help and saying, yo, I'm not really familiar with all this, but it's something that I want to be familiar with. Can you explain this to me? How does this help me in the long run? Build your credit up, people. Don't fuck around, all right? Leave something for your little niggas when we get up out of here. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. Before I get up out of here, <coughs> this messiness in Hollywood and these couples and the baby. <laughs> Ooh, just nasty. You guys. Mm-mm-mm, mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. I may not even say anything at all about it. Because you already seen it. Like, what's there to say? Like, we all saw it. This shit crazy. You guys, yeah, I, I think I won't say anything at all because I'm not going to say something that, yeah, I'm going to just leave that one alone, you guys. <laughs> but you know, and I know, we all seen the motherfucking tape at the bowling alley and it's just like, really? Really? That's really. Mm. Let me get the fuck up out of here, you guys. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's it. Uh, yeah, you guys, as always, <laughs> I love you, and um, I appreciate you much for chopping it and sitting here and vibing with your girl, and while I chop it and you listen, and some of you who aren't, you know, timid, send me feedback, so I appreciate you guys, whether you send the feedback or not, just know Colt loves you immensely. Um, and you're very, very appreciated here. So yeah, enjoy the rest of your day and um, namaste. Available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs>